0: Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, <laughs> how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back. I am your host, Studio DI, and you're tuned into Thoughts the Di the podcast. Hope everybody's doing well on this Monday morning. Wherever you at, and what their whatever the weather's like. Got another week starting, another opportunity to be great or to not do anything. I don't know what you're on or how you feel about life, you know. But either way, just make sure it's your own choice. So, man, ah, uh, yeah, I followed through this weekend and dropped another episode of Growing Up the Field, Di. I uh, talked about when I could jump fly and almost got my ass kicked in the process. So, I mean, this is a good one. This is a good story. Funny to me, my boy uh, Cyber Shots <laughs> hit me up. He enjoyed the show. So, um, shout out to Cyber Shots and the Elite Circle. But uh, yeah, if you haven't checked that out yet, go back and check that out. Now, just in announcements for the week. Uh, yes, Wednesday. I will be airing another episode of the Hearts of Men series this week. We'll be talking about men and commitment or men fearing commitment, however you want to look at it. i just break down and give you my expert amateur opinion on men and commitment. So check that out. And if you haven't, if you haven't, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's wrong with you? go back and check out the first episode of Hearts of Men uh, where I spoke on older men dating younger women. So, I've been getting a decent response back about the Hearts of Men series and uh, it was requested that I do one on polygamy. So, I'm definitely going to throw that in there. Uh, So, um, I'll throw in that polygamy episode. also want to do one on interracial dating so that'll be four and i said that that was gonna be a four to six part series so uh i'm gonna end it with uh cheating why do man cheat so i gotta throw one more episode in there to make it a full six because i just don't want to end on a five that's just me so if you have any um topic that you want to hear me speak on dealing with dating or relationships you can if you're on anchor you can give me a call in uh you can hit me up at thoughtsbydevildi at gmail.com uh and and leave it there or you can go over to the thoughtsbydevildi facebook page and leave it on there either way contact me and we'll get together that episode because the cheating episode that's going to be the grand finale because i'm going to bring the heat with that one so i mean give me one more give me one more i'm definitely gonna hit up that me because uh my girl sam from soil with sam has been requesting that for the longest i'm also going to need for sam from soil with sam to bring her uh butt back to the show and give me an update on how everything in business has been going for her now today's topic i got into a conversation with uh, a friend of mine and We were going back and forth and back and forth. So, the opinion that I'm going to give today is on whether or not it is uh, a good idea, a bad idea, beneficial to basketball players to actually go to college. (laughs) You heard that. People always ask me, well, a few people ask me, why don't you go in and edit out those little slaps and the chair squeaks and you scratching your head and all that type of stuff or turn your game down or something because i call that authenticity people i know some of y'all would like to believe that i live in a perfect world and i'm just sitting here recording and there's absolutely nothing else going on around me but that's just not the reality that we live in you might hear a cord slapping up against the mic you might hear me pick up a drink sit a drink down you might hear me hit my jewel pod but either way man I just look at that as keeping it real, like the old Tank album. Don't take the hissing out, leave the hissing in. Now, hold on for a second, I need a drink. So, as I said, the topic arose of whether or not it's really beneficial or do um, basketball players need to go to college. Now, I think it was like in 2005, don't quote me on that and don't definitely don't add me on that because I got hands and my reach is long. So if I'm wrong, just hit me up and tell me that I was wrong and I'll correct it. But don't be trying to embarrass me. Um, I think it was 2005 when they started the whole. Uh, it might have been 95. I don't know, but they started the implemented The rule of the one and done where the uh, college basketball players pretty much have to play at least one well high school basketball players coming out of high school have to play at least one year of college ball before they go to the league before that you could go straight from high school to the nba now it wasn't like it was just a landslide of players jumping from high school to the nba because you had to be of a certain skill level for the nba to even want you in the first place that early but There were a few, Um, if I can remember, uh, LeBron James, of course, Uh, I think Kevin Garnett, I believe Kobe did it, and uh, a few more people jumped straight from uh, high school to the NBA, and of course, Zion Williamson was really the main topic of discussion of how we started talking about it, because... I felt like that the guy should have just went, if it was, he was, if it was able, he should have just went straight from high school to the league. He's like 285 pounds. He can jump out the gym and so on and so forth. Whereas my friend was like, oh, yeah, well, Duke gave him the opportunity to show that he was able to play in the NBA. I don't agree with that, first and foremost, because number one, Duke didn't give him nothing. He earned the opportunity to play for Duke. To me, somebody giving you an opportunity means you don't really deserve it. you do not not really adding up to what they're looking for, but we'll give you a shot. Zion all around earned that opportunity. There was no doubt that he could play for Duke or anywhere else he wanted to play. So, I threw that out the window. And then, like, he believes that um, playing for Duke put him on a stage that allow more people to see him that increased his value okay now that part i agree with in certain ways because yes more people saw you play you know more people amped up about you so theoretically it increases your value but to the team that's drafting you does it really increase your value because this uh nba is a business so they already know the teams that are looking to draft zion or are or, or hoping to get an opportunity to they've already ran the numbers and they know how much they're going to offer him they knew how much they were going to offer him coming out of high school now they they may try to uh, drop a couple more dollars in there because of that to make him stay if it's a crappy team that he gets drafted to but at the end of the day if the key came out straight out of high school, he was going to get drafted regardless. I think if this guy had been playing in the Lovejoy Recreation Center and the right person saw him, he would have got drafted. So I'm not – I'm just not buying that. So to me, I view it as like this. Look, because playing for Duke or any other major university um, does not prove that you can play in the NBA – Because these teams aren't NBA teams anyway. They're college teams. And if you look at the level of college basketball, college basketball isn't really that great. And that's why I really feel that they truly implemented the whole one and done rule in the first place. Because if that handful of elite basketball players just skipped college basketball it would get to a point where college basketball would not be worth watching have you watched the college basketball game it's like mm, it's not that impressive i mean you see people missing hella shots missing shots that you feel like they definitely should have made now no i can't play on the level of these guys but i know people that can but i'm not knocking these guys for for uh being that talented because even in the nba out of all the players you think about it out of all the players that play in the nba there's a handful of great players there's a lot of good players in the nba then there's a handful of elite players then there are some role players and then there's some guys that you never even heard of i mean really think about it in the nba how many nba players that you can name If you take away the LeBrons, the Steph, Kevin Durant, uh, Clay, all those type of people. If you take out those main people that are always, their name is always on ESPN. If you take them, eliminate them from the conversation. How many NBA players are there that you can name? So then look at it on the college level. How many college basketball players are there that you actually can name? Exactly my point. So... Really, it was just a business move on my end. Now, the colleges, uh, the NCAA and all those, they try to say they're trying to look out for the best interest of these kids because, um, you know, if you go pro, you lose eligibility, then they can't go to and play in college and so on and so forth. But why would you think and would you really believe that these colleges care about these kids' educations and their futures and that nature? They don't. They don't. They want these kids there because without, if all the elite uh, high school basketball players skipped over college and went to the NBA, the NCAA basketball would be trash. It's on the verge of trash now. So, and plus, they make millions, if not billions, of dollars from uh, TV deals and merchandising and all this other stuff that they get paid for. Because people come and watch these games because they have the elite players there. If the elite players weren't there, you're not going to convince me that people would go and drop these thousands of dollars on a seat for a college basketball game that they do. Now, look, I know it's the difference between basketball and football, but I was interested in going to see a Alabama football game. Right. And the cheapest Alabama football game that I ticket that I found was like two thousand dollars. That was the cheapest one that i could find now maybe it was because i was looking kind of late but it wasn't even a good seat so i can just imagine what people are paying for to see college basketball games and we're t- i'm talking about the elite teams not to just anybody teams but the elite teams the best teams that's out there you know your dukes your kentucky's and all those those uh teams tar heels and all those these tickets gotta be through the roof merchandising is through the roof and the, chi- the kids The children Yeah their children Don't benefit from that At all Now yes They do receive A free education For a year And then they leave And go get their job And make their money So What do you really think Is more important To the NCAA These kids Futures and educations Or the fact that They're making Buku money Because They're On one end they're investing to, into these kids because you know some of these schools is thirty, forty thousand a semester to go and your average student is paying that their parents are paying that out of pocket and then they're getting some grant money and so on and so forth but who's paying for these elite athletes for the athletes period to go to school exactly so why would they do that other than the fact that it's beneficial to the school i don't see how it's beneficial to the college athlete to go you put yourself at a high risk to lose money when you play in the in college because you never know what happened i remember a story of the guy who uh was an nfl player who ended his career um uh, messing around at his house looking for his cell phone and tripped and tore something i can't remember his name or exactly what it was but if you google nfl ruins career or loses career falling in the house he fell in the house doing something that we all do all the time and hurt himself in a way where he was not able to pursue his career so you're asking these kids to give a whole year of their life risking their career now injuries don't and even zion hit when his shoe busted he hurt himself now it wasn't a major injury and he was able to come back and play in tournaments and so on and so forth But there was a chance. Everybody's held their breath at that moment. That was the first game that I tried to watch of college basketball this whole year. And I just watched it because I I heard so much about Zion that I wanted to see it myself. And by the time I turned the game on, he wasn't even playing no more. Now, we're going to carry this on. And I'm going to give you one of my expert amateur examples on how this uh, levels out to me all right so i'm gonna give you an analogy a little story time of how i feel about uh going to college basketball and who it benefits okay let's say you got dan and dave dan and dave are in the same field they went to college okay dan dave dave graduated top of his class cum laude, Pledged to America's favorite fraternity and everything Dave Graduated His grades weren't bad But he wasn't on Dave's level They both graduate Same field They're approaching They're told Look There's 30 companies out here That specialize in your field Now For Dave Dave is guaranteed to get a job at one of these 30 companies. Dan. Dan's got a shot. But he may or he may not make it. To one of these companies. So then they tell you. Okay. There's an internship at this company. Unpaid internship. They'll handle your room and your board. But you have to spend a year there. Working this internship. Now, working this internship will get you some exposure. It'll put you in front of some people, and it could help you get a job at one of these 30 companies. Now, to Dave, why the hell would Dave go and do the internship when he could skip it and get hired on at one of these companies? It's guaranteed for Dave. Dave's like, screw that. I'm just gonna go ahead and go to the company. Why would I do an internship? Because all doing this, all doing this internship could do for me is pretty much show that I'm insufficient. I have more chance of hurting myself, and my chances of getting into this company, or the chances of getting my pay that I want, if I do this internship. If I do this internship, I could expose myself. So screw that internship. I'm jumping straight into the company. I'm going to get my money. Now for Dave, to Dave it looks, I mean to Dan, to Dan it looks a little better. Because Dan's not guaranteed to get into one of these companies, period. Dan's not guaranteed to make a lot of money when he goes to one of these companies, if he gets in, in the first place. So to Dan, Dan will say, you know what, I'm going to take the internship and get my exposure. Try to get my value up. And hopefully, one of these companies of decide we want Dan. That's how it works, how college works to me, if they didn't have the whole one-and-done scenario going on. For the average college athlete who may or may not get drafted, I mean, average high school athlete coming out of high school who may or may not get drafted if he went tried to go straight to the NBA, college is a great route because now i'm showing i can play on a level higher than high school so that increases the possibilities that maybe i can play in the nba people will see me people see what i can do but for dave dave's already going regardless all dave can do is hurt himself so why would dave take it i understand why dave dan will take it but why would dave take it it benefits one more than the other and then at the end of the day if dan doesn't get drafted not only does he have his degree in the field he has a year of uh the internship experience that he can take on and try to get into maybe another field If he doesn't make it to one of these companies of his specialty. So, for the slow people in the back, what I'm saying is to Dan, Dan goes to college. He already knows he may or may not get drafted if he went into the NBA, if he tried to go into the NBA straight out of high school. So, he goes to college. Dan's probably going to do all four years. He's going to get his degree, he's going to better himself, get his education. So, the chance that he doesn't get drafted he has something to fall back on meanwhile dave dave was leaving after the first year anyway he'll probably come back later and finish his degree but dave's gonna go and make these millions right now he's just there because he has to be given the option nine times out of ten dave wouldn't be there it benefits the athlete who May not be skilled enough to go to the NBA. It kind of hinders the athlete who is skilled enough to go to the NBA straight out of high school because basketball is not like football, especially modern basketball, where you can't hand check the call and file for everything. You can get to the lane without getting knocked down like back in the day. You can make it in basketball being a younger guy a smaller framed guy especially if you're one of the elite high school basketball players in the country now yeah you might not come in off the rip and just be the best guy on the court but you'll still make an impact and that either way at the end of the day you still got that check at the end of the day it's about that check ain't it it becomes about championships and wins and losses once you're there but when you're on your way there it's about to check the same way when you were doing your interview for your career you weren't sitting there thinking about how much how great you could make this company you were thinking about i'm gonna get paid for work because i have to survive it's same way for these kids a lot of these kids are not coming from the best conditions Now, for me personally, if I'm an elite player, basketball player, and I was given the option, I can either go spend a year not getting paid, taking classes that I probably really don't care about because I'm out of here. As soon as they let me leave, I'm leaving. One and done. I'm not even going to waste my time with that. I'm going to prepare myself. I'm get out of high school. I'm going to prepare myself physically and mentally for the game on the next level. I'm going to enter the draft, and I'm going to go make some money playing basketball because at the end of the day, that's my goal. And I'm one of the elite. I'm going regardless of what I do. I have to just come out here and do the complete opposite of everything that I did in high school to not make it or get hurt. Nobody thinks about the kids who had the opportunity and then got hurt or who had the opportunity and somebody lied on them and they lost their scholarships. We've seen uh, recently where I believe the quarter, he was a quarterback at FSU who, you know, some allegations came against him. No, it wasn't FSU. It was that, dang, I can't remember. Now, I think he played for Oregon. All these accusations of sexual assault and all this type of stuff came up against him. He went to jail, lost his scholarships, all that type of stuff. And then a couple years later, it comes out that all that was fabricated. Now he's starting from scratch, hoping to get a shot at the NFL. NFL is different, though. You got to build that body to play in the NFL. High school player will stand no chance in the NFL. But we're talking about basketball. We're talking about basketball. We're talking about basketball. Basketball? That was my Allen Iverson impersonation right there. Basketball? We're talking about basketball? Man, if you don't stop, if it wasn't for the fact that these kids were cash cows, these universities would not care at all whether or not they came to their school. And they don't give them anything but room and board. Oh, uh, But they're getting their educations. Not the elite, because the elite ain't hanging around for that. They're coming in, fulfilling their requirements for that year, and they're out. Shout out to the guys, though, that are using basketball to get their education. You were born with a certain set of skills, and you used it to your advantage. That's what life is about. We're all born with genius-level talent or something. Mine just happened to be podcasting. (laughs) Don't laugh too hard when I say that. But, yeah, I don't see the benefit of an elite basketball player going to college for a year and then leaving and going to the NBA versus going straight to the NBA. That's just what I think. But y'all didn't come here for that, did you? Y'all came here for some more discipline. And that's exactly what I'm going to give you. But give me a second to take a sip of this right here. A little ASMR for you. <clears throat> take a little hit off this jewel bar. Oh yeah. It's a good nicotine. <sighs> Let's do it. Now. There are a lot of people out there who measure success in multiple ways, right? They put their hands in everything. They've got so many irons in the fire. They can't focus on one thing. They're worried about everything. But at the end of the day, people, no matter how many seats you have, You've only got one ass. So you can only use one of those seats at a time. So what I'm trying to tell you is the goal in life is to find a comfortable seat. It is to find something that you can do that you don't mind doing. It's to find something that you can do that you're comfortable doing for a long period of time. So that you'll be able to Take care of yourself. Provide for those around you that need providing for. Because you know no. know. Little Ray Ray might not be as good at basketball as David. And he may need you to pay that $40,000 a year for the college. So you need to find you a comfortable seat. So that you can sit there long enough to be able to put this money together. So that little Ray Ray can go to college whether excuse me (coughs) my bad so that little ray ray well i'm not even gonna cut that i'm just gonna keep rolling so that little ray ray can go to college whether he got a jump shot or not because little ray ray should not have to be dependent or even be trying to be dependent on his jump shot for college Lil Ray-Ray should be depending on that jump shot if he's trying to go to the league. But if Lil Ray-Ray has that talent, as much talent as Dan had, enough to get him in the, league, in the uh, NCAA and get his education for free, Lil Ray-Ray should take advantage of that. But if Lil Ray-Ray is talented like Zion, and he could go get that bread off the rip, and there's nothing there to stop him he should do that too but at the end of the day you being little ray ray's father find yourself a seat comfortable enough that you don't mind sitting there for the next 10 15 to 20 years getting shit done take this information do with it whatever you want but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today either way you made a difference. Get you some breakfast up in you, whether it's a smoothie, some cheese, eggs, whatever you eat. I don't care what you eat. Just eat because you're going to need that energy while you're out here getting it done. Thank you all for tuning in to the DI Thoughts by Deville DI, the podcast. Once again, I appreciate each and every last one of y'all. Make sure that you're tuning into the Hearts of Men series. Make sure that you're tuning in to the Growing Up Deville DI series. They're good. Trust me. I'm not just saying that because I'm the one who did it. They're nice. Check them out. And y'all been slacking on sending in the questions for the What DeVille Thinks section of the show. I'm going to need y'all to get on top of that. Thoughts by DeVille, D-I, at gmail.com, D-V-I-L-L-E, underscore D-I, on Insta, D-V-I-L-L-E, Di on Twitter. Hit your boy Up, hit your boy up, let's get shit done.